Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. I have a real problem with time. Yes, you do. Massive. I don't have a fear of what's going to happen in the now moment. Okay. Right, because I'm in it. So I know I can act accordingly. You'll survive it. I'll survive. I cannot control the future. No. So my relationship with time is my biggest fear. I'm always late, no matter how hard I try. Always. Always late. I noticed that time recently has just been flying in a way that I cannot explain. So last week, you and I went to a Pilates class on a Monday morning. One week later, I turned up at that same place and I was a totally different human, having experienced 17 different things the week before. Mm. And it felt like a month, but it had been seven days. Yes. It's crazy because in the moment itself, I don't feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But when I look back, I'm like, how did all of that happen in such how a short space? How did you experience, time? do, create, make all at once? And that's exactly what's going on. Our sense of time is so wonky because... Not only does it seem to be moving faster than ever before, we've moved from linear to non-linear time. So linear time was, all right, I wake up, I get dressed, I brush my teeth, I go to work, I work, I come home. You're A to B to C. And now we are existing in so many different planes of reality at the same time, experiencing multiple things because our bodies are just going and going. Our mental bodies are processing. Our emotional bodies are also processing. And our physical bodies, there we are in Pilates, (laughs) working it all out at the same time. Yet we find ourselves by the end of the day having done 10 other things. How did I do all that? Experiences now seem to have pleasure and pain. They seem to have growth and grief. Things seem to be happening at the same time. They're multi-layered. Yeah, they're all multi-layered. Even one experience, one singular thing is multi-layered. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And one two-hour experience will teach me so much more that... After two, three hours, I am a different person. Yeah, very much. Because what might have taken people hundreds of years ago, an entire lifetime to learn, we're learning in the span of a week, two. We are processing (laughs) things so much faster. Just as we're learning that our stories are not who we are. Mm -hmm. Just as we're learning that our structures are not who we are. And we're seeing that everyone is different. We're starting to see that those goalposts no longer apply what age you must be in order to have learned xyz or that age dictates that you have a certain amount of experience or wisdom exactly right we know that that's not the case oh gosh no but we've always believed that so i think when you talk about we're moving from a different perception of time yes what that really means is we're starting to learn that time itself and where we are on our timeline does not dictate who we are Our growth does. Right. And that's the untethering that we've been talking about more and more. Mm -hmm. That as we untether and unlink and unhook ourselves from 3D separation, from polarity, which set up those goalposts, right? These are the things you need to aspire to or work toward or this is the measurement of who you are as a human being. And if you're not there, then there's something deficient or you are flawed, and therefore you need to do something about it, right? And so just as we're untethering from to be in love, you must feel this way, to be successful, you must look this way, we are starting to see that actually what other people do has no bearing on us. Time as we know it is just a construct. 
But time is more than that. What is it? It's an energy. We've used it. We've abused it. We have not respected it. And it's a really important energy that we're allowed to play with. It's not just dictated by a 24-hour clock. It's not like that at all. When we partner with time, we're actually utilizing a greater energy that allows us to then exist in multiple ways. When you release this cognitive idea that, okay, there's 24 hours in a day, 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes in an hour, when you can untie yourself from that concept, then you are in complete freedom. And you can actually see that, yes, there is a larger concept of time. There's movement, yeah? That there are cycles that we are tied to, but that don't dictate how we live. It's a nice way to sort of measure our growth. But what time is when it's an energy, it's an internal function. It corresponds to how we've chosen to live our purpose. And so when you are purpose-driven, when you are tied to your purpose, that means that you're operating from your heart space. So time itself becomes a function of your heart. I don't understand. And your heart is your multidimensional portal. <laughs> and that's what allows you to do so many things at one time. The more you try to do, the less of a friend you are to time. Because you always see time as something outside of yourself. So let's talk about why you're late for everything. Because okay. you don't know how to be on time. Yeah. And you're not comfortable. It's like this self-sabotage that you do. It is one of the most destructive relationships you have. Because you feel like I'm being controlled by time and you can't control me. So I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. And yet that just shows that you don't understand time because time works with you. Time can expand. Time can actually give you more when you need it. So if you were actually running late for something that you really wanted to be on time for, sometimes you find that, oh, hey, I thought I would be five minutes late. I'm only one minute. Here I am, because you're not stressing about it. You're not making this a mental game of, I'm going to show time who? exactly who's going to beat who. You make a deliberate intention, I want to be on time for this. And you will make it, because time will allow it. But you're not going to throw five other things in front of you and then say, well, that's why I was late. It's equally unhealthy to be so controlled by time, to be afraid to be late. Oh my goodness, my husband, he cannot stand being late for anything. It controls him through fear. He has a fearful relationship with time. Whereas I have a resentful, <laughs> rebellious relationship with time. Yes. Which I have with anything that I think controls me. Yes. I mean, I developed a relationship with time because I developed a relationship with myself. The more healed our relationship is to ourselves the more we can see time for what it really is. It's just a benevolent energy that gets us where we need to go in our purpose and doing what brings us joy. So you can see it quite simply in the way that you work. You don't work nine to five. No, at all. What brings you joy is doing the work when it calls you and you get everything done. You have all your conference calls. You can sit down and record a podcast, run to the dentist, and that's you Working with time, isn't it? Oh. And so that's why we call this clock of the heart. Because it's not a 24-hour clock in the sense, you know, seconds, minutes, and hours. It's the more tuned in you are to the frequency of your heart, which is the multidimensional portal. And when we're multidimensional, it means that we can exist in so many spaces and places and at one time. And that means we can do that with each one of our bodies as well. So, we're just doing so much at one time when we're operating from that space. That's how we can say, wow, I'm a new person a week later. 
Well, I think what's interesting is that we're seeing this everywhere. When we talk about work, people aren't working in the same way they used to. Right. There is really very little that is nine to five anymore. We're starting to see that we are more in control of our time than we think. I would argue that it's not that we are more in control of it. We have more of a say in it because we have a different relationship to it because we've deconstructed and we're still in the process of deconstructing all of the ways in which we have felt controlled by time. Deconstructing that previous old paradigm and relationship we have to time. Well, yeah, because time always made me feel like I was waiting Mm -hmm. and I was late because I didn't want to wait. And it comes down to expectations for you. That's the root of it. So then how do we fix it? First of all, it's about your priorities. It's about understanding that you have a few things to do in this life. And when those have to do with your purpose, your relationship to time and your sense of time shifts. We're always being told we need to be productive, that we need to be doing something in order to justify our lives. That's not really living. That's just busying yourself until you die. If we want to undo all the things that kept us beholden to someone or something else, Mm -hmm. time has to be one of those things. Absolutely. Because without us undoing our service to time, Mm -hmm. we can't see how much we are in control of our own destinies. You can't Mm -hmm. walk before you run. You've got to take your time. You know, there's so many of that stuff where it's just like your growth is being controlled by an external force. Yes. And what it's done for me, and I'm sure many other people, is I now have a very unhealthy relationship with it. I am angry at time as a concept because I feel like it's held me back. It has stifled you. It has made me wait. It has made me unhappy. Yes. In many ways, on one way, it stifled me. I'm waiting. But another way, it's also the unpredictable nature of the future. Yes. So in every way I look at yes. it, time is holding me back. It's not time. It's the construct that was developed exactly. around time. Which is so what it's I'm not saying. time's fault, no, exactly. right? Because yeah. what we're saying is that everything that we experience in a world where there's right and wrong and there are mm-hmm. rules that we all have to follow yes. is another way of us releasing our power to someone else. Absolutely. And time is another one of those. You have to be this age to go to university. You have to be this age to lose your virginity. You have to be this age to eat solids. Yes. You have to be this age to get married, to to buy a house, vote, Mm -hmm. all of it. And we're starting to see how that's all a bit ridiculous. Yes, and the younger generations are definitely showing us that, where they're developing and coming into their own much more quickly. This concept of me having to wait for someone else to be ready or me having to wait till I've done enough work till dinner time, whatever it is, (laughs) is that I'm just not being in the present. I'm waiting for the future. Yes. So I've made time the enemy. And we've made time the enemy and time was never about past or future. Time was just always now. In order to release yourself from this concept of time, the only way to do that is to live in the present. But in order to enable this concept of time as a clock of the heart, and in order to tune our hearts so that we can have a positive relationship to time and not be so angry with it as you are, is making sure that our emotional body is what is healed, because that's what it takes. Because in order to connect to our heart space, we have to be healed emotionally. So that's where trust comes in because it's all about trusting that you're going to be okay. So you live in the now because you don't worry about tomorrow. Having the faith that something, someone will have our backs no matter what. Hope that we are here for a reason. And by partnering with time, we could realize that reason. 
and knowing that we can and that we have the power to change our lives. When you have the trust to look at the big picture and to go, it's all going to work out, so I have no need to fear the future, then I can have the faith to live in the present and then time doesn't hold me back anymore. Instead of time becoming a grim reaper, it's just the new exciting potential that you don't know yet, but that you could never even dream of knowing because it's going to be so amazing. It'll be nothing that you could have even imagined. Exactly. So there's no point worrying about it because it's going to blast your wildest expectations out of the water. So you might as well just live in a place where you're enjoying where you are now, but you're looking forward to the future. Yes, because time is opportunity. And the stronger and better relationship we have with time, the more able we will be to maximize our opportunities. So the more in line we are with our purpose. Our purpose is the thing that brings you joy. That is like, this is the reason why I'm here. This on is this why earth. I'm here. In this moment, I am here to experience I this moment. cannot imagine not having this in my life. Yeah. Remember, purpose has nothing to do with another person. Yes, yes, ever. yes. Right? When we are tuned into that purpose and we are living and engaging with that purpose, the more engaged we are then with time. And so time is what will move us to a more expanded version of that purpose, especially as we see time unfolding in 2020 to 2024, our concept of time is going to continue to evolve as well. We don't know what's coming, mm -hmm. but if it feels right now, we trust it'll feel right later. Yes. And the better our relationship with time becomes, the less we're going to need things like astrology. We won't be scared of the future. So like no. whatever happens, happens. Exactly. Because I trust exactly. it'll all be okay. You know, for anyone who experiences a lot of anxiety so around much. time. Like me. Yeah. Like you. Really the way forward with the way the energy is really moving us you're not going to be able to hold on to it the same way the more you try the more it will literally make you sick that the stress and anxiety that it causes to hold on to as a 3d construct so the better relationship you have now the more peace you will feel and if you ask yourself why i don't have time for all the things i want to do it means that you're doing things that you're not supposed to be doing as in not that you're being punished for it but it's to stop and ask yourself Am I really meant to be doing this? Does this bring me joy? That's what we're going to be confronting a lot of this year in 2020. Will that question? Will be that question. And a lot of things will need to fall away. And it's not because you don't have time. It's not because time is some cruel force in your life. It's because you're not doing what you really came here to do. Because there'll always be enough time for you to do what you came here to do. Absolutely. Which is also the thing that makes you happy. Yes. So Brings there's you no joy. real downside. Mm -hmm. That's correct. In that sort of anxiety-riddled relationship that many have to time, the most healing focus would be, see this coming year not as hard work, but heart work. How fun. Yeah. I mean, basically what you're saying is see this year as following the love, following mm -hmm. the joy, doing what makes you happy. That sounds really yeah. fun to me. And it might, well, it might take confronting the things that keep you away from all those things. And it might well, be a little difficult and challenging, well, which yeah, is what people want to avoid. If you follow what makes you happy, if you invariably end up following a coping mechanism, it will show you that it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. So really the only rule will ever be follow the fun. Mm -hmm. regardless of the consequence because if the consequence is lesson or growth or evolution yeah. which it always will be the only way to grow is to follow the fun yeah i think it just releases that idea of right and wrong in decision making as well oh absolutely and there's only I mean. one way to go there's only one way to go and it's the way that feels right even if everyone else will tell you you're crazy so that for me feels like a liberation it's a liberation for everyone yeah. but not everybody who is released from prison necessarily wants to escape it and we have served our time in 3D. 
What has felt like a prison sentence, we are done. It is over. It is finished 100%. There isn't a single person who is now serving time. It used to be we were in service of time, but now time is in service to us, but in a way in which it's not enslaved to us any more than we were enslaved to it. Once you start divesting yourself of your fears and you get freer and freer and freer, more and more opportunities are coming up, more yeah. and more experiences. Instead of watching everyone else get on the roller coaster, you've done the ride three times and you're ready for the next ride. You start becoming excited about life again. Mm-hmm. And coming from someone who, for a lot of my life, was enduring suffering and coping, mm-hmm. that shift, even though nothing's really changed, mm-hmm. has been huge. Yeah. And what that does as a byproduct, and that's why you're talking about healing your emotional body, as you start divesting yourself of your fears as you start getting stronger and therefore happier and more free and more peaceful, the more the future doesn't scare you, the more the unknown doesn't scare you, the more it becomes just limitless possibilities of what could bring you more joy. And that's when time stops being something that holds you back, but is everything to look forward to instead. Oh, absolutely. And it's only just the beginning. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.